Hi and welcome everyone to the I have a dream podcast where host Rajan Navani initiates candid conversations with industry leaders and experts to explore their aspirations for India as we enter a golden period. Rajan is the national chairman of CII's Council on Future Businesses, India at 75 and the Artificial Intelligence Task Force and chairman, managing director and CEO of Jet Synthesis. Today's episode features Professor V Kamakoti, director of IIT Madras, where he shares his vision for India's innovation landscape in the next 25 years. To find out more, stay tuned. A very very warm welcome, uh, you know, Dr. V Kamakoti, the director for IIT Madras. Thank you for joining us on this conversation that we are having on India at hundred. How do we move from where we are today as we are celebrating Amrut Mahotsav, India at seventy-five, to the new India at hundred? And what's the role that technology and innovation, particularly, uh, will play as we shape? that new india you know we've been having this conversation with several thought leaders and leaders who we believe you know have a vision for what india can achieve those who have really contributed in shaping the india that we are benefiting from today but i think our next generation dr kamakori looking at you and people like you to 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 see what future we leave behind for them <laughs> so i think i think it's an important conversation for us to to have uh, how do we collectively shape the future of what india can potentially be how do we bring multiple stakeholders academia industry government civil society to you know really prioritize the same agendas you know look at a meaningful manner in which we can all contribute and really address the challenges but also celebrate the achievements and identify the opportunities particularly you know as we as we move forward so first and foremost thank you very much for for doing this uh, you know you have had a very rich experience and you know for the audience i must say that we are really privileged to have someone like you of course not only do you represent one of the premier institutions in the country as its director that you have taken over from jan 22 uh, 2022 but your affiliation to iit madras having done your ms and phd from there uh, i can imagine is 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 very deep and we are all aware of the tremendous amount of progress that you know a large part of the sponsored research etc is is making particularly coming out from from iit madras you know your participation as a member of the national security advisory board and of course many awards that you have won are all very meaningful contributions to the country especially the abdul kalam technology innovation national fellowship as well as the accs lifetime achievement award the ibm faculty award and i can go on <laughs> there's no end to it but 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 again you know thank you for agreeing to this and really look forward to making this a free flowing conversation and capturing your thoughts and as as views as we as we move forward but you know the the institution you represent you know dr kamakoti really comes from the place where we believe innovation you know starts uh, as a country uh, you you're able to create minds that are today not only shaping you know uh, companies uh, in in india but around the world and actually in positions of global leadership you know today when it comes to technology so what is your assessment of of say the innovation 
landscape in India as you view it today, sitting where you are? Well, the innovation landscape in India uh, is actually sort of caught up very big. India as a country, as you know, our culture, we are basically people who share knowledge. I always uh, quote uh, Uddhava Gita, right, where uh, Krishna was about to leave and Uddhava, one of the senior disciples of Krishna asked, hey, Krishna, you are planning to leave. Tell me the last advice, right? Then uh, Krishna asked Uddhava, asked a question. He said, Ka Dakshina, right? What should I give as an offering to the world? Krishna responded, Jnana Just give knowledge, right? So, so this is something that I repeatedly quote in all my things and I also personally believe. India has been a sort of a country which has been very freely sharing knowledge. And uh, we are now sort of understanding as an institute, if I could talk about IIT Madras as a representative of India's uh, innovation landscape, we are now understanding the importance of patents in a very big way. The aggressive way we are trying to, you know, protect ideas. I think that's now becoming very important because a lot of things are being in manuscripts and many manuscripts are that I could see my father was uh, is a Sanskrit professor. I could see some Sanskrit manuscripts in some foreign library and we spend, uh, uh, you know, foreign currency to get them Xerox to come bring it back here. So we have been sharing knowledge, we have been giving away. So the innovation landscape has been quite good in the country, but now we are protecting those knowledge. So what has happened over the, let us talk about technology. What has happened in the last few years uh, is uh, the patenting mechanism has become very simplified. Number one, government has reduced the cost of filing a patent to something very insignificant, right? Around thousand rupees, thousand five. And then there is a, uh, there is also a way by which you can expedite the grant of a patent by paying a very meager sum, right? So all this have become easy. So the government, as such, has provided a mechanism where we can protect and patent our ideas. So that is one very important point, according to me, in our innovation landscape. Now, when these ideas get protected, these ideas are any 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 country. If you want to become a technology leader in any technology, for example, today hygiene, we need to have the standard essential patent in our name. If India has to become a technology leader in, say, communications, some of the standard essential patents of communication should be with, with India or Indian companies. That's a must. And that is something that uh, we have started realizing and we have been filing a lot more. Uh, many, many, all institutions have now taken up separate innovation cells and they are protecting the ideas. So protecting the idea is the first initial step for having a very vibrant innovation landscape. Innovation landscape actually becomes vibrant only if there is a return. I do an innovation, it reaches a lot of people, fine, and then it should bring back some good things back to the innovator to sustain uh, him or her and sustain the institute which has been supporting or sustain the organization which has been supporting. So that is one phenomenal change that has happened over the last few years in the innovation landscape. Other than that, today, all ministries, when they give project funding, today the research, there are research basically given for what we call as exploratory projects, where you think of some blue sky research, which is very futuristic, 
in addition there is a significant amount of grant that is being given for projects with short term goals short term means five years goals wherein in five years your idea should translate into a product of good local relevance global relevance probably a good global market and should be a sort of a part of a large scale disruption that may ha- that may happen in the technology so such type of uh, what do you call as uh, a mission mode type of projects which are target oriented which is not blue sky those projects has now enabled lot of entrepreneurship lot of ideas to flow lot of product ideas to flow and then leading to lot more of entrepreneurships every college today almost every college which is more than t- 20 years of existence would today have a technology based incubator which is nurturing this innovation to convert into a product held by a startup which they have incubated so this is happening in a very very big way and this is also one of the important hallmarks of our current innovation landscape the last there is now a big trust on interdisciplinary project today if i say i am a computer scientist nobody it doesn't make any sense i am an engineer right that makes sense i need to understand lot more about other disciplines to finally make a system that can be used for any common good for example iit madras recently announced a septic tank cleaner right and robo which is going to stop the manual scavenging across the country it is something very i i personally i believe that this is a very interesting stuff now this innovation though looks the problem definition looks simple took multiple years to specialize that to see that you know proper action uh, the, the the system does the act properly and there are a lot of innovations that have gone in and some patents and publications that have flowed out of this simple problem of trying to make a robo that can clean something septic tanks so the innovation landscape in that way is also in the right direction and many disciplines have come in like medical technology agriculture space technology with lot of interdisciplinary interventions and these are all fueling more and more research and more and more challenges uh, into the innovation landscape and ideas surrounding that solving problems in this domain innovative ideas are something that are flowing that have started flowing out and that will be flowing for long time to come so these are my assessment of today's innovation landscape no i i think very 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 interesting and you know particularly when you talk of solving the problem through you know interdisciplinary skills you know and then bringing the right set of i think knowledge and skill you know carriers together to really align with passion to solve that same problem i think you know that's also so so important right because that that's what really you know builds and i think you've been really able to 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 do that effectively so you know really my my point is like what what kind of that environment is it that nurtures this kind of innovation right so what is it that you're doing differently than many other institutions probably are not you know able to see and and really are there any policy intervention interventions you know that you think uh, one could look at that can help accelerate or you know build this environment at scale right india we are all very good at you know seeing you know small uh, you know islands of success but for india to really position itself on a global stage we need 
you know, it's really a lot of success at scale. So what, what could some policy interventions be to make that happen? That's very interesting. So secret behind IIT Madras trying to do this very successfully has been uh, two directors before me, right? Uh, Professor Anand, my predecessor's predecessor, and my predecessor, Professor Bhaskar, has been having a common idea, right? There's been continuity for 20 years. So this is not something that could happen overnight. And that continuity, which I am also trying to carry on after the two illustrious uh, uh, predecessors, is, I think, holding the key. The point is today, um, we have a definite process by which a product gets converted to an idea. Right? Any, any kid today, they have some idea. It can be the part of a project report. It can be part of something that they were walking on the road, they get an idea. Now we have an Atmanirbhar India made uh, AI tool, a novelty checker made by a company, Excelpad in Chandigarh. We have put multiple licenses, it's a very wonderful tool. So they come and type the keywords of their idea. What the tool does is it gives competing patents, competing ideas. Uh, that is very closer to them. What is the novelty of this idea? What would be if it is going to become a product? What could be the products? And what is the total addressable market for those products? So, lot, lot insight it gives. And they have put lot more of artificial intelligence there. So, it also gives you relevant inputs. So, if you ask for X, it doesn't talk about Y. It gives very close. And this is very crucial. Once the people go through this process, then they feel, okay, they have a good idea. They, we have a setup called Nirman, where, they spare, where this particular idea can be converted to a design document. Then we have a center for innovation. It's also both Nirman and the center for innovation is are funded by our alumnus. This center for innovation will uh, basically, uh, you know, um, uh, convert this design into a prototype. Then we have five incubators. We have a health technology incubator. We have a bio incubator. We have a rural technology incubator. We have cyber physical system incubator. Then we have uh, a mother incubator, which is outside all these four. So five incubators, they can go to one of them and they will incubate them and help them uh, uh, do the startup. Today we have, a, we have uh, people whom we have employed, uh, you know, auditors, who can enable creating a startup within one week, right? Everything settled, incorporation, name, everything. It's now a well-oiled system. And basically, these guys have to only sign papers. So that is one thing. The moment they become, their startup comes, then we have uh, two of our illustrious alumnus, Gopal Krishnan and Deshpande. They have funded a center called Gopal Krishnan Deshpande Center, which actually does mentoring and our incubation cells and our incubators also mentor these people, connect them with investors, try to get some purchase orders for them. And so that also happens so that we become successful. So this whole cycle is something very important and we have oiled it over a period of time. And that is something uh, is very key for us. And our research also, every, every kid, so there are kids who in, in, in the third year, they say they are CTOs of a company. And that gives a good feel, right? And we are encouraging those things. And these are some things that are 
that have shaped IIT Madras reach whatever simple success that we have got. And we want to do 10x, right? Our dreams have just started. And uh, the Amrit Kaal of the next 25 years, we see an exponential growth in this type of activities. No, I think I think building upon your 20 years of work, what you said is so critical, right? And I therefore taking this longer term vision is 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 definitely you know very important. And then the foundation building blocks, you know, create exponential outcomes. You know, you mentioned about Chris and Dish Pandey and all of them. I they've all been involved in this process, particularly Chris from the inception of India at 75 on the foundation. And we've always looked at how do we use technology as a very strong pillar, both for economic development, as well as for moral leadership for us as a country, right? And I think, you know, every time technology is used in a startup, particularly in some shape and form, you know, we are changing things at a more affordable, in a more affordable manner, at a more scalable manner. You know, and particularly, you know, you talked of uh, uh, AI, right? Because now AI is now an underlying technology across pretty much every industry sector. Uh, somewhere US, China have really taken a lead on India, but still solutions when it comes to being solved, you know, it's about smart AI, right? So just thought maybe if we go a little more into that particular technology, right? Where, where do you see AI really making a big difference today, right? Especially looking at some of the things that you're you're seeing. I know Chris talks about the whole brain research center also that you have at IIT Madras and, you know, where it's not really artificially replacing intelligence, but also going into intuition eventually to be able to solve problems, you know, the way the human brain does. So a lot of excitement happening in this space, but some thoughts around this particular technology. Yeah. So AI technology today... Uh... With respect to socio-economic impact, uh, AI can, has now turned out to be a good aid in helping us make decisions. If you say AI will alone make the decision, it may take a lot more time. But AI has an aid to making decision, a solid aid to making decision. I think that is coming out very well. Right. So many, many places, specifically when we are looking at, I can give a lot of examples across. Uh, I was the chairman of the AI task force. Uh, at that time, I had an opportunity to look at multiple domains and then we could get out a lot, lot more examples for that. Very simply, if you even take your two-wheeler today, a predictive maintenance of the two-wheeler based on some data, that you know, some sensors that you have put inside can give you. I think that itself uh, is, is something. So I say that could be a problem here. And then you go and look out and solve the problem rather than the AI solving the problem for you. But it's a decision here. One example. Second example is that uh, we can have a very robust uh, tool. I don't know. This is something that uh, the finance industry, finance industry should start looking at, specifically the banking industry. Credit appraisal is becoming extremely important. So I see every, every every balance sheet looks beautiful, right? So, so how do I interpret that? And what is the uh, real thing? So, should I give a loan or not? Ultimately, I need to make a decision. So, pointers towards say give, don't give. These are some some decisions. These are some things that you know the AI tool can basically give you in a very good way. Similarly, on the medical technology, so very good insights into. Uh, a disease can come out of AI, 
right so these are some three important things that can i can go i can quote say 100 such examples a has been successful as a complete decision maker if the cost of misprediction is less right it will rain today it can be an ai tool which will tell you it will rain today but then if it doesn't rain nobody is going to sue you in the court the same thing cannot happen in the case of a medical stuff so so majority of the serious things for which we want to use ai need to be a sort of an human plus machine as of today until we perfect that system and the reason for this is that one availability of data second every every so we have so much diversity even in a disease right so how cataract can manifest itself if you take a picture of your eye affected by cataract there could be multiple varieties of pictures and each variety can uh, you know indicate the presence of cataract or not presence of cataract but then it requires a human eye to examine it right so so we can go and keep training and then we can use this ai as a decision aid that is something that is coming up the moment we start using ai as a decision aid there are many techniques that can be some uh, neural network based one or can be reinforcement learning one so many things are there deep learning whatever but one of the things that is going to come up is many times when you make a decision you would also like to know why the tool is suggesting like your friend is say hey do like you don't blindly say enough hey why are you telling no you ask so this basically leads to a new concept of what we call as responsible ai or explainable ai right uh, explainable ai is a much more apt term for this so i need to say why i am basically making a decision can i get some explanation for that and that's also very very important so based on this certainly a for example uh, that the tool i am using for checking novelty right i see the result immediately this says there are some competing ideas and i see really competing ideas right but the tool doesn't say don't this is a useless one it gives you these are the uh, competing ideas this gives you this is the total novelty that the human has to interpret this result and make a decision it's like your blood test right blood test fellow doesn't say the disease he says please uh, show it to your clinician and get it interpreted okay so he is not going to make the decision on on your behalf uh, on anybody's behalf so that's why ai is also there so i think these are the real parts so ai we have lot of data lot of good data lot of clean data also because these come out of certain electronic systems which are well formatted well characterized systems now we need to use these data in different disciplines across disciplines we need to use this data to make out sense and while making out sense it it more or less ai will be uh, aided to decision making and also we need to work very seriously on uh, explainable ai or responsible ai which basically tells so why such type of a decision it is conveying so these are my overall views on ai yeah no i think it's a very important uh, you know technology right what do you say assisted ai to augmented ai to autonomous ai to responsible ai i think all terms have tremendous meaning depth you know and i think ultimately is also going to come to ethics in ai <laughs> you know when man and machine are working as a team and machine is is ordering man what happens right how do we how do we deal with that where where you know we can question and i think the role of i think uh, 
governments and you know policy makers over a longer term i think will be very important when it comes to how ai gets treated particularly in many contexts but definitely you know a very exciting time and thank you for sharing some of those thoughts and i think industries also adopting ai and many of these new technologies so you know when we talk of future right it's it's about excitement it's about really something you know uh, expanding the imagination so if we really thinking of india at 100 i mean you know professor if i put you there right you're putting yourself in the india at 100 you know and and we we are, we are imagining this this india at 100 how do you see industry right because cii industry bodies have taken a role to uh, to convene multiple stakeholders so but you know coming from academia what do you particularly see the role of industry in in shaping the new india of uh, 2047 yeah industry so we call it industry 4 right so the name industry is already there correct industry 1 2 3 now 4 so industry will play the role in shaping up the economy at that point of time industry should start responding to it for example i have lot of cribs that some of the majors who could have afforded a fab in india long back did not invest Right. and now when there is such a global chip shortage even i i can't even uh, get chips for making my cell phone chargers right right it is still done using 180 nanometers so to an extent i also believe that government is like you know i often mention this example in all my talks right when i go to my old mahapalipuram road here there's a placard which says pandicherry 163 kilometers is only a placard then government has laid a good road you have to buy your own car hire your own car put your own driver put your own fuel and drive it we can give you certain basic infrastructure the placard will not run you till run with you till you know pandicherry or you know right they very very important so the industry today some industry majors who can actually now be in a position to invest money must take a calculated risk and investment right so when when we want atmanirbharta first we need atmavishwas correct they should have confidence in the country they should start in investing money and they should nurture startups to come up right they should contribute to the capacity building so unless they do that it becomes a chicken and egg problem right so for example i am a big industry i am getting i have business today i am getting lot of things if i import i have no problems everything i can put together and then i can just sell and go on correct so my problem gets solved but that is not in the interest of the country tomorrow today we have a global chip shortage you know we are not getting chips for our electronic control unit in two wheelers simple two wheelers right we are not able to get electronic control so now what do you do right so in the interest of the country i think the industry the major industry today should start investing uh, should have confidence first confidence that india can do as a country can do and then start nurturing the startups contribute heavily to the human capacity building i think these three are extremely important unless we do that 
nothing would come up even with respect to fab right today we need to have startups who can basically help running the fabs right setting up a fab is like buying a car then you need a driver and you also need mechanics driver to drive the car on a daily basis so equivalent run the fab operate that fab on a daily basis mechanic when there is a problem with the car the mechanic should come and change you know attend to it similarly when suddenly yield dip you know dips in a fab there should be people who can go address that and quickly bring up say one month if the yield is 50% let's assume the fab has to close we are also seeing very good stories about fabs we don't know how many fabs have closed internationally if you actually take the survey it will not be so encouraging right that's also very important so all this have to be we need to prepare we can't make mistakes now right so as a country we cannot make any mistake now. so we want to we need to work very hard to get uh, many startup many many industry to basically be in a position to support these type of activities right so i just gave semiconductor as an example so every discipline you take we need to have that expertise one which can operationalize another which can solve problem troubleshoot in any industry we need to take i think the role of the industry is to develop that type of an ecosystem in the country when i started the shakti program we did not we did not just talk about making a process we talked about making a design as complex as a processor doing the verification making system on chips which will be you know an application based on this this compute cpu we talked of uh, you know the physical design we talked of uh, a fabrication we did a couple of chips at the chandigarh mohali facility though it is 180 nanometers still we made chips that work right and that could work at 100 megahertz uh, right which is enough for many of our iot applications today so that also happened and then we also looked at making pcbs motherboards and soft software support for it porting of operating system the entire ecosystem we built towards making a, pro- a processor oriented or a cpu oriented design right and that is very important so every industry must start building such an ecosystem today when we talk to some industry say why well, we need to build an ecosystem say for packaging they say oh we'll get uh, missionaries from abroad and there'll be a training program which can train these employees you can train the employee on that particular machine but then tomorrow you have to change the machine you're gone again you have to so the basic you know broader depth a uh, uh, holistic understanding of any process that you are talking that need to be instilled so the industry has a crucial role so my f- so this cutting summing, summing up me uh, the long story that i told here industry should for with an aim to achieve atmanirbharta should have atma vishwas on the country and start investing not only to build its own core capabilities but also to nurture startups and the education system to build an ecosystem rather than just to solve that problems no i think a very very powerful statement here because you know i think industry needs to make this investment right i think the confidence that the industry will have to make in 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 investing ahead of of the times right and i think that's what you know what we missed out say with the chip uh, manufacturing and many many other things but you know it will also depend on 
on the partnership between academia and and industry right because i think you know institutions such as yours you know are are great examples of uh, which give confidence to industry of the kind of talent pool you know building capacity at scale you know also the entrepreneurship opportunities that come out you know from students such as yours because eventually you know tech creators are going to become the entrepreneurs you know so academia industry working together creating more entrepreneurship is is absolutely critical you know in in some of these areas so is that happening uh, what can we do to accelerate it any any thoughts again i my statement i so please have confidence on the country confidence on our youth confidence on the academia we will deliver for example we have a 5g test bed right we have done fully except for the chips that we are imported everything else is done by us yeah we have the complete stack we have opened up the major industry may come in benefit we work with us customize it take it forward we are doing a campus trial already uh, as i see from my window here i could see the tower here right so the 5g so i it madras will be a 5g enabled campus but not just a 5g enabled it is our own multi institutional 5g complete atmanirbhar done by india that 5g enabled campus so that that gives us very big pride but then other people should also take this at least within their organizations start taking this and encouraging that so that i am not trying to market it madras yeah but take any technology like that that is coming up must be experimented with a open mind and that is very important that is very very important for the 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 industry which are going to basically take these technologies to the end use right we are academy we have just done certain things but then we believe that we can do so let us set certain acceptance criteria push it to the acceptance criteria and then to push it to that acceptance criteria what is the acceptance criteria when it will be ready and what what will make you happy and what is the, what is it that we need to work together to make this design successful these type of proactive steps we are ready to take industry also should come with academy and we need to bring it up and unless we do it this is going to be futile in many of the cia meets i used to tell this right uh, ai what does government do what will the government do if you are a bank you have so much data right you need to get that data the data scientist today is paid around 7 to 8 lakhs a month how many data scientists have you hired come on put those things so government can't do anything government can basically give you a pdpr npdpr okay that that's the end of the story right after that what will the government do you have data it's your data you put ai tools you start investing money right i am giving another example i have been talking about 5g now i am giving you example on fintech right fintech today we need lot of solutions so upi has become very big right so we need fintech there are lot lot solutions that are necessary and you have to invest money right otherwise you will be buying some commercial tools outside and making a masala and doing okay this is something uh, this is this is important thing. so this is where you know the academia industry collaboration will come very strong and we want to take it forward and this is a ongoing cycle right because as you invest you will invest more you'll get better outcomes you'll get 
better solutions at a global level you as a company become stronger enterprises from india need to become much larger in size and scale and i think all of that will happen you know as a as a virtual as cycle a yeah as, as a, a virtual correct correct see sometimes uh, uh, rajan the point is cautious friendship is contradictory in terms <laughs> yes industry academy are friends but very cautious friends i think that should break now and we should open up yeah and quickly you know boost it and take it forward over a period of time it will come nothing it need not be there can be very phased investments on this mm. investment should happen quick investment should happen. yeah yeah no no absolutely you know and before i come to you know what's your blueprint for amritkal and your vision or your dream you know there are one or two questions that we can just take before we come to that you know like there's a question that has come is that promotion of innovation at grassroots right in a country like india is absolutely important but an academic institution like yours and others how do they really go and collaborate at a grassroots level or industry is there any scheme is there any way i think somebody is trying to understand because that's where in, i think india will unlock a lot at scale right so so how how are you addressing that as a- so um, uh, we uh, today we have set up what we call as rural technology centers mm-hmm. rural means it's not really rural but you know it is anything outside a city we call it semi urban towns uh, you know and rural villages okay we have set up five of them now now we'll we want to grow up to 25 of them where we are going to put these designs there and there any social problems see an institute today can uh, any industry institute can today grow well if we are locally relevant and globally recognized right the local relevance come when you know we address the problem of our kid kid tomorrow next 10 for 100 kilometers down what is the problem we need to solve that right? that's very very important so we have set up this rural technology centers and we believe that over a period of next 4 5 years last 4 months uh, after i took over we have now made around four centers four five centers and then we want to make it to 25 centers experiment first we'll put some 3d printers arduino kits uh some meta uh, some uh, robotic kits we'll put some uh, you know some computers some coding skills we'll put some person to basically uh, you know run that show we'll put certain health diagnosis kits there med- medical approved kits so that you know many things can start happening we are also trying to put certain augmented reality virtual reality type of uh, type of things so people can do welding people can do you know train themselves on welding car painting etc so many things we can put basically enhancing the creativity so in this direction when we started this we got certain encouraging results specifically when agriculture process today there are a lot of agriculture process which are unique for india we have not patented those things my dream again is to get at least 10 or 15 farmers to come and patent those ideas so this is really grassroots right so where we are looking at we have now started a, a organization uh, with an iit called create center for rural education appropriate technologies and entrepreneurship create an acronym that will be working very closely to see how we nurture innovation at the grassroots level in addition at the age of fifth fifth standard so so i'm not an age that's fifth standard school we have started trying to build up something called uh, you know trying to build creativity in the mind so we have introduced a course called out of the box thinking right so from class 5 there are four level courses uh, already uh, our 
last date for enrollment is June 24th and already we have 80,000 applications so far and we are reaching that. But we want to reach 2 million kids there. Right? So, so this uh, gives a different way. So the world looked like this. This is the solution, but this can be another way of solving it, much simpler, but with more common sense. Right? So I always tell the parents who call me, right? So you want the kid to be different in the world. No, you want them to be. But you teach the same mathematics, same physics. How can you expect them to be different? So there should be a way by which the kid is told, hey, think differently. You know, that so that is something that we are trying to nurture. So there are also two attempts I can say from IIT Madras, which in the last few months uh, we have done, which is going to be extremely useful for addressing this, uh, uh, you know, creativity at a grassroots level. No, I think I think this this whole concept of out of the box thinking, you know, and and encouraging people to do that uh, is what has really shaped the world the way it is. And today, the way the number of technologies are coming, you know, Professor, like I often say, I said we have to do you know think without a box, <laughs> forget out of the box, because there is there is so much disruption happening, right? That even that box may not be relevant, you know, when you, when you're looking at it in some shape and form, you know, but, but, you know, our time has run fast and, and I'm coming to the last two kind of questions, uh, you know, whether we can keep going on because very, very interesting conversation, but, you know, if you are putting down this blueprint for uh, Amrit Kal, right? Next 25 years, uh, you know, what are the three things you would include? Right, uh, you know, to build a culture of innovation, uh, you know, and of course, technological leadership for a country like India. You know, the three ingredients for you that are must for us to do as we as we move on this journey. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I'll, it is just a sum up of what I have talked so far. First thing is that identify and nurture talent. So that's very very important. Identify and nurture talent. Now, uh, bring about a regular survey on trying to understand the technological, possible technological interventions to social problems and uh, socially relevant problems. And that is going to be uh, the second very important thing. See, people, I don't know what problem exists. I have never done agriculture, right? I'm an organic farmer, right? I know what it means to make a grain of rice, right? So... The moment one grain of rice is wasted, I know how much the farmer has actually toiled to get that rice. Right? So, this appreciation of you know the difficulty people are doing, and then what would be the probable solution for this? This is extremely important for us, and that is uh, something crucial. And the third important thing is today the matching. See, I have a lot of talent here. I have a lot of issues at one end. Where did the swayamber happen? Where will the issues and this, this I have told in many CIA meetings of our Chennai chapter also, right? You arrange this swayamper. Where startups, no, the established industry, uh, they come and tell these are all the problems and let the startups listen. And then two, 10 days later, the startups and come, hey, you told that problem, here is the solution. Match them. These three are certain building blocks that are extremely important in the blueprint for having real Amrit in this Amrit No, no, absolutely. So we've got this corporate startup connect that is now happening and you're seeing larger companies now actually even acquiring startups and making them the drivers of their future. So I think it's happening, but rightly said, it has to happen at scale, but great 
great points on all the three talents problems and then making this match and you know lastly as we all know we cannot create a country that we cannot imagine right if if we don't dream it there's no way it's going to come true so if you had to put down you know your dream what is your dream for india if you had to say i have a dream for india how would you complete that statement yeah 1947 mahatma gandhi got a social independence 2047 we should get technology we should be extremely my dream of uh, i have a dream for india that it should be a technology superpower technology completely self sufficient in the area of many areas but i have some areas in my mind which i feel it's going to be important like semiconductor telecommunication space technology medical technology and agriculture these are the five major areas that i am very passionate about and i dream and india should get the technology independence in terms of complete self sustaining atmanirbhar uh, position in these five areas and i think that will be the basic building blocks and we go leaps and bounds after that 2047 i'll be 78 years old and hopefully i can Uh, I'll be that to witness this. <laughs> no, no, absolutely, and 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 along the way, we are going to keep tapping into you to to help you shape this this journey to to this technological, absolutely. you know, independence. I think it's such an amazing, what a lovely conversation. You know, uh, how time has flown, <laughs> Professor Gamakoti. It's just uh, been great. But uh, really, you know, thank you for all your comments for your. your your you know your interventions the way you you've articulated you know the future of india uh, one thing is for sure that we know that the the technology growth and the wave is 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 happening whether we like it or not with people like you in the chair there uh, but you know i think we need to see how all of us can work together to make this dream of yours and of many young people and and many many stakeholders come true together so once again thank you very much and i'll take you on over this journey to you know to engage deeper to to inspire many others uh, especially from industry to play a more meaningful role so again thank you thank you so Absolutely. much for your time that's right. it talking thank to you. you this was professor v kamakoti director of iit madras in an insightful conversation with host rajan navani where he shared his dream for india at 100 Thank you all for tuning into the I Have a Dream podcast. Thank you all for tuning into the I Have a Dream podcast. Stay tuned for more conversations where we explore what India has overcome and what India can do to become a strong leader as we enter a golden period.